Boba Bays from the Bay Area. I'm Diana. And I'm Sandy. And, and we're, we're the, the Boba, Boba Bays from the Bays. Bays. <laughs> okay. And it's really good, right? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Tiff. Um, <laughs> I guess that's very natural. Um, we do have our friend Tiff on today with us. Hi. I'm Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. I guess. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am born and raised in the Bay Area, Bay Area local mm-hmm. here. Boba Bay. Yes, <laughs> I am. I My background's in accounting, so mm-hmm. I graduated college from San Jose State with an accounting degree. I Also in the Bay. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> dabbled with public accounting for about two years, and then... I made a huge career change, and I actually recently graduated SAG school, and hopefully will be a licensed SD by September. SD as an esthetician, yes. everyone is <laughs> familiar with the terminology. Yes, <laughs> we'll be hopefully an, a licensed esthetician by September, um, so pretty big career change. Mm-hmm. I think that especially... Within the Asian community, it's kind of, it's kind of different. I don't think that, like, it's the typical route to take. But, yeah, that's that's kind of what I do in my free time. Um, I run what I call a Skinsta, <laughs> a Skinstagram, Skinsta Instagram, and um, skincare TikTok, and that's kind of like my main thing. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tim. <laughs> We're all really, really natural people. <laughs> Obviously. Um, um, I guess we can start off by asking, I mean, uh, why yeah. the job change? That's, like, really, I guess, like, it's really a big thing because, like, in the Asian community, you know, you left a accounting job, which is, like, one of the, obviously, it's, like, you know, doctor, lawyer, accounting, engineer, engineer mm-hmm. and you left one of the big jobs. Yeah. How do you, like, why did you make that job? I think that, like, okay, so if I'm going to give a little background, like, I think that in high school, I didn't really know, like, what I wanted to do, right? Like, I think that and to even think about that, like, to know what you want to do for the rest of your life when you're applying for college, I feel like there's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, like, nothing really prepares you besides, like, the classes that you take. Um, the like. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> nothing really prepares you for, like, trying to figure that out unless you happen to stumble on something as you're growing up. And I was one of those people that just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I did what my parents wanted for me, and um, my parents are both accountants. Uh, My whole family, besides myself, is actually in accounting. Oh, dang. So I think that there was a lot of, there was a lot of pressure there, I think, for me, especially, like, you know, just coming from a more, I don't know how else to say this, but, like, when your parents are paying for your tuition... Uh, naturally they have a little bit more input about what you're doing, right? So I just, I didn't really have any leverage because for when I, uh, when I entered college, at least I wasn't paying my own tuition. 
and I there was nothing else that I knew that I wanted to do so it just kind of became this default path for me and um obligation kind of thing mm -hmm. to like follow their ideas yeah like I think you like also especially in like Asian culture you want to be really respectful of your parents and their wishes um I think that there's that cultural element of like just wanting to do what your parents want for you Mm -hmm. especially when they've like provided so much for you so I just did that um in college I kind of just started realizing like okay this isn't really (laughs) it for me (laughs) I already knew then I think and a lot of people from like college knew that about me I I was pretty open about my reservations um I tried to change to a Chad major which is like child and adolescent development so I thought I wanted to be a teacher actually and I tried to make that change and um and it wasn't really received too well to be honest so I just ended up sticking out with like accounting and I just kind of thought to myself like um basically I was like doing well academically and my parents were like you're doing so well academically like you're meant to do this yeah and I I I think that Mm. just also like kind of confused me more because I'm like they're they are kind of right like yes I am performing in class but like but it's like you know if you try hard in any class you can you can succeed yeah Yeah. succeed it so like yeah that kind of sucked yeah (laughs) it did like honestly that probably could have applied to like just about any Mm -hmm. major like if you really put your mind to something and you want to do well in class I think that you could pretty much succeed in any major but um I think a part of me was like maybe I am supposed to do this you know like the rest of my family is doing this and I ended up graduating with that degree and then I was like well I have this degree so I might as well try to like see what the real world is like as like an accountant yeah so um that is when I basically started working for um one of the big four companies which almost added more pressure I think because there's like all these people from college who would tell me like that's my dream job like I would love to work there um you must love it so much and I I think that that just added even more confusion for me um but I think I know (laughs) that's like weird I guess but that that like sucks again because it like I feel like it'll it pressured you to be like I should love this but mm-hmm. it's I don't and you would do you, did you feel guilty that you didn't love the position you were in yeah I really did I think I felt a lot of guilt for almost feeling like maybe I was taking someone else's spot mm. someone who really wanted it and um, especially like I I even knew of some friends who are like international students and that kind of like changes things because they're they're like on a visa and um they're like fighting for their spot you know and I knew a good number of international students who really wanted to work for a company like mine so I think like I felt a lot of guilt um when they would tell me like you know um I would love to work for that company like tell Mm -hmm. me how it is and I would (laughs) just have this like confusion between telling them the truth and telling them like you know so it was it was really confusing for me and I think that I really I think I stuck it out as long as I did because I was waiting for hope for a change I was Mm -hmm. hoping that 
you know, maybe with more time and more experience that I would somehow find a love for accounting and Excel that <laughs> honestly never came. Um, but, like, that that was what I was hoping for, was just, like, hoping, like, hey, maybe I can find a silver lining in this and um, just stick out what I worked, like, four years of my college, you know, experience yeah. for. You know, I think that that's also a really valid part of, like, this whole, like, career thing is, like, it is hard to make a career change when you have already invested so much time in a certain path, like, there, especially when you've already, like, worked so many, you know, semesters or quarters dedicated to this degree that you thought you would use. Mm -hmm. Like, that is still something that's worth something, you know? And so I think that, like... I was like, okay, like, I want to use this degree that I paid for, <laughs> that I took loans out for, and, like, I think there were moments where I'm like, did I waste my time, you know? Yeah. And, but I think in the yeah. end, like, I think there's a part of, at least for me, I can only speak for myself, because, like, I feel like there was a part of me that always knew that it wasn't right. Like, even in the very beginning, I was like, yeah, like, accounting, like, I don't really care about <laughs> this. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I could really care less about, like, debit, debits and credits and all the stuff that comes with accounting. And yeah. I, I think it, it was a matter of, like, um, finding something that I cared, like, deeply for, and that was actually, like, kind of my passion project that I started when I was in accounting I like started my skin stud during that time actually mm -hmm. and even though I was like super busy I was just like I had started the skin stud um basically out of my own skincare journey that I'm still going through even now but it was like literally I got acne in college I was like sophomore junior um never dealt with acne before that and so I like knew nothing yeah. Like, even at that time, I didn't even know the importance of sunscreen, which is very different how I feel now. Um, but, like, I knew nothing about how to take care of my skin, and I literally was just, like, blindly buying anything that, like, I thought people were talking about. Like, if some girl on YouTube was like, I cleared my skin in seven days, and she was like, this is what I use, I was yeah. like, okay, I'm buying all of that. that. Yeah, yeah, Same. yeah Same. that's, like... I think we've all been on that boat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's literally what I would do. and Or I would be, like, I would get in this, like, rabbit hole on Amazon and, like, see, like, I would just look at, like, the most popular skincare, mm -hmm. like, products and read the yeah. reviews. And then people would be like, yeah, this fixed my acne. I was like, done. Bought. Like, ordered. And um, unfortunately, that didn't work out for me. Like, I think that from that experience, I learned that it's really about understanding your own skin mm -hmm. and your own skincare needs like kind of like just understanding your skin type and what ingredients and products are suitable for your own skin because everyone's skin is different and it took me so long to understand that mm -hmm. so I, I literally like spent like hundreds of dollars in the process I could probably scroll back to Amazon and what <laughs> I spent during the time and it would just be like a ridiculous amount of money um, but that was, it was really when I started, like, educating myself on how to take care of my skin, like, really understanding, like, how to double cleanse, and what vitamin C does, and yeah. how sunscreen prevents your dark spots from getting darker, things like <laughs> that, like, that was when I really started noticing 
a change in my own skin and that's when I started like seeing like if I can educate myself more like I can share this experience so that other people don't need to go with go through like what I went through and so that's like basically why I started my Instagram really long way of saying that but <laughs> Thanks, girl. No, no, that's <laughs> Tiffany <laughs> yeah all in all wear your SPF <laughs> I actually didn't know that you were interested in um skin care like back when we first met or like like after that like um when we got to know you more Mm -hmm. but like you were very like busy with your job Mm -hmm. like we didn't even see tiffany for Mm -hmm. like months months. (laughs) i want to say oh yeah yeah no almost a year yeah Yeah, year. year. solid year solid year we didn't see her every time we like reached out yeah she was quote-unquote studying our busy season whatever that is yes I was in busy season. Yeah. Um, wow, that, that sucks. I sometimes forget about that. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I, I guess we found out about what the skin, at least I did, about a year mm-hmm. ago. A year ago. I when the quarantine a, hit. A little before that. But then it was very like, I was like, oh shit, you like skincare? Mm. I didn't know you like that. Or like, because maybe like I didn't really like, I didn't know you that well because like we don't really hang out that often. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, busy and like whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i guess we can backtrack but, it a little bit on yeah. how we even know each other yeah that's true yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. we did i guess tip can start <laughs> yeah tip, how do we know each other we know each other through my boyfriend lewis and yep. <laughs> lewis is um y'all have been high school middle school friends so right like that y'all specifically with me and diana we have been yeah. high school friends with lewis um, and specifically, we all were in RTC together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've been friends since, again, since t- like 2007. Mm-hmm. It's been like Jeez. more than a decade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're not that old. <laughs> um, so that's how we know Tiff. He started dating Tiff. I mean, mm-hmm. like, this was like four years ago. Four or five years ago. And she came out one time and yep. they're still together. We made her. <laughs> We uh so the first time we met Tiff was um for my at the time boyfriend's um his graduation mm-hmm. and then Lu- our friend Lewis brought Tiff out. Yeah. So we had brunch and as like um our group of friends we met up for brunch before the graduation. Without the graduation boy. Without the graduation <laughs> yeah. boy. Oops, he was rehearsing for whatever graduation. Anyways, so we met Tiff and then we made her drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I wasn't. Oh, maybe I shouldn't even say that I was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're editing that part. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, we drank. We drank. And we were slightly intoxicated. <laughs> I may or may not have fell asleep at, at, the, her, at the graduation. Um, and after that, I think we saw her here and there. But yeah. I think <laughs> the tipping point for at least my relationship with Tiff was uh, a day that we that I was hungover mm-hmm. didn't want to show up to work so called Lewis um, he had his own place they were together called and was just like hey I gotta I gotta sleep over <laughs> y'all gonna work just leave me there um, <laughs> that's how it happened that's what happened yeah. that I came over Tiff was supposed to leave for mm-hmm. to study, study. Mm-hmm. work yeah. that day a couple hours later, it. she never did. Nope. Um, and then we were about, I don't know, we talked about everything. We did. And then we took a nap together. That really <laughs> solidified the relationship. 
Yep, that's how. That's a good way to get to know each other. I think Mm -hmm. so. (laughs) Really creates a strong bond. (laughs) And since then, we've been inseparable, Mm -hmm. minus the time when she was not showing up for Mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. But we forgive you. We we understand why now. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like. I think I. I wish that wasn't. If I couldn't do that part of my life, I think I would have rewinded and let myself like have more fun because I was like super miserable during that time too. Mm-hmm. Like I think it, it felt like something I had to do out of obligation because I was studying, I was studying for the CPA and it was on top of like busy season as well, which is already like torturous. So yeah. kind of glad we're out of that stage of my life. <laughs> out of that too. That was very. It was very like sad seeing like when we hang out and we're like oh tiff can't make it or like you're super tired and then you have to like work overtime but it's not really overtime or mm, something it's not <laughs> compensated yeah 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 it's not uncompensated o- overtime yeah mm-hmm. that was that was hard i think that um i think the difficulties of like the public accounting world especially like within big four is often like uh not really like talked about Mm-hmm. I think that it's a little bit more glamorized in the sense that, like, prestigious company and people yeah. think highly of it. Um, but, like, that's, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, what were you going to say? That's, like, but they, like, work you like a slave kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like. Well, from, like, observing. I mean, obviously, don't want to talk shit. But, yeah. But Opinions yeah. only. Opinions. Uh, so we don't get sued. Yeah, don't <laughs> personal after experiences me. only. <laughs> May not be your personal experience. Yeah, it doesn't work for you. It just didn't personally work for me. And, um, yeah, I think that I'm just, I think I I had this really, and I think it's even harder when you know it's already something you don't want to do, right? Yeah. Like, I think beyond just, like, the scope of the work that I was working, like, it was already challenging, but then that challenge wouldn't have been as bad if it was something I was passionate about. I think that was the difficulty. It's like, when you don't give a flipping shit about what you're doing, and then you're working... Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. hopefully. I cuss a lot. Um, if you're working, like, 70-plus hours at the peak of your, like, work week, mm-hmm. doing something that you really could not care anymore about, it's it, like, really takes that much more out of you. You know what I mean? And I think that's what I felt. And um, I think, the whole, like, thankfully, I really loved the people that I worked with and they were like some of the smartest people I think I've ever met mm-hmm. um but that was that was the silver lining I think for me but other than that like yeah I, it was it I don't was, think that's enough to like yeah that's not enough help. yeah <laughs> I think that resonates with me because out of college for background I majored in political science I also went to San Jose State. Yeah. Um, I chose political science because I thought I was going to go to the military. Did not happen. Didn't know that <laughs> Obviously. <actually. laughs> very specifically, I was supposed to be, like, go to law school, go into the military, be an officer, whatever, right? I don't look like I would do that now. And I probably wouldn't. She didn't look like that. <laughs> I didn't look like this too. all the time. <laughs> um, but no, that was, like, my hope. And then maybe get into politics. Who knows? You know? Mm-hmm. Um ended up not doing anything in it. I did an internship in my senior year where I ran a political campaign and it was just not it. And I knew, I knew then and there, but Mm. it was too late. I think it was the whole, you know, you already did it for four years. Yeah. Just stick it out. 
maybe you'll like it. I have a habit of making things work when Same. it does not work, yep. right? Um, so I graduated with it. Um, ended up in banking. Worked in banking for about three years. Loved my team just as Tiff did, but I absolutely abhorred my job. I hated it every single day. They know. Yeah. I complain about my job every single day. Um, and it's hard. Yeah. I always tell people that I hire that it's so hard to choose what you studied. Like you're obligated mm-hmm. to make a choice for the rest of your life mm-hmm. when you're like 17, mm-hmm. 18 years old. I, I don't understand. Know, I, don't, I had no effing clue I don't what the hell that. I wanted to do. I maybe still don't know what the hell I want to do. And it's just difficult. So I think, I don't know. It's never too late to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's okay mm-hmm. to make changes. Yeah. I think I would love to see society normalize, like, not having your shit together all the time. Because I think that, I mean, even now, like, I'm in a career path that I'm, I know for sure I'm passionate about, but even now I don't know what I want to do, and I think that's totally okay, but I think that with the, with this whole, like, social media thing, there's so much pressure to kind of make it look like you have it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, um... I feel like people flex a lot online mm. like oh this promotion or this job or this vacation and I just don't I think that it, it's you would I feel like it's so surprising how many people relate to the struggle of like trying to figure out what what to do with their lives or whether or not they're happy with what they're doing um whether it's relationship career family friends like it's such a normal aspect of being a human being that people just don't talk about and I just like wish it was touched on more because it would have made me feel a lot less alone during that time but I think a lot of people are going through it especially in the midst of COVID it really caused us to like stop like literally stop and think about like whoa what the fuck am I doing with my life you know like it's just so many changes came with COVID that I think a lot of us would not have had the courage to make had it not been mm-hmm. you know miss rona visiting us yeah yeah so like i i just wish more people were open to talking about it like i don't know if i'm just more open because i'm a cancer but i am very <laughs> open about like these challenges because you never know if that's actually something that someone next to you needed to hear yeah and um i think that's like yeah. nice like obviously like again um because we're asian and like our parents probably like you know want us to do well in life and Mm -hmm. choose careers that do well in society yeah but like we don't like talk to each other about like oh this is making me feel this way this job sucks blah 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 like the toll it like it takes on your body like Mm -hmm. mentally and physically and um so like um back when you mentioned that you're doing it your skinstagram i was like mm. oh shit that's really cool mm. like you know like learning that your interests and then like, you're pursuing that um you know becoming like an esthetician and that's like not the career that our parents want you know what i mean yes so i'm like it kind of like makes me well for me i feel like oh dang that's really cool that like um someone i know is going after something they want that's not the the successful norm kind of thing mm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah I absolutely know what you mean I think that I think I wasn't I I kept like my skin set on the deal for a long time because mm-hmm. for a long time it wasn't even what I knew would be my career you know yeah. it was just like a side thing that I would spend my free time like shooting pictures and talking about 
products that worked for me or didn't and I never really thought it would get anywhere beyond that Mm -hmm. you know um I think the moment that I I decided to really think about whether or not it could be a career choice for, for me was when like random strangers on the internet would like message me about Mm -hmm. like how thankful they were because they used something that changed their skin or something that I had posted about like whether it was like a tip or something like that like changed the way that they understood skincare or their own skin and I think like when I started realizing that it like was helping people which I think is a really important aspect for me Mm career-wise like I need a job that like allows me to to have an impact yeah I think that was like one of the biggest pushes for me to leave my career was like kind of feeling like I was just like a cog in the wheel like I was just Mm -hmm. part of this system of like generating revenue for this big company and I I couldn't really like sleep at night thinking that that was all I kind of amounted to you know like I wanted to know that like I woke up and made a difference for somebody or like whether I'm it was in person or not and um and I think that was like what like pushed me was like real like really realizing that like to me a job is not just a salary. I think it's really about creating change mm-hmm. in my community and I think that that was like a realization I really had to come to because um I think that there is sometimes a like difference culturally for how people view careers like Mm -hmm. my parents view careers as a a method of providing for your family which I think is is very valid um but their like concept behind like why I should have stayed behind like in accounting was because they were like you know your free time is doing what you're passionate about your your Mm day-to-day job should be like providing yeah. which is which should be something that pays well is a stable career <laughs> uh, a safe career and yeah. a, a very stable like type of nine to five job you know yeah. like entrepreneurial anything does not fit that mold of what I think my parents at least wanted for me yeah. and so to step out of that was in a way disappointing them and I know that it's not like the traditional thing to do but I think that there is kind of also this um, cultural difference. I think that, like, at least with millennials that are the generation I grew up with, it's very much like pursuing what you're truly passionate about. And if you don't know what that is, I think that's totally okay. But really setting that intention on figuring out, like, what what is that going to be for you? Yeah. And, it, like, I think it takes, like, testing out like a bunch of things to kind of figure out what it is you like and don't like and I just wish I did it sooner you know what I mean like I just wish I made that change sooner that's probably like my my (laughs) biggest regret was not leaving the shitty job sooner I think like it's fine like for um I believe that we all have our own path to follow Mm -hmm. and you probably like had to suffer through that job before to like figure out like it, it made you it pushed you to do to jump out of it you know mm. what I mean like it was like kind of like so miserable that you're like fuck it I'm gonna <laughs> jump shit you know like yeah if it wasn't that bad you'd probably still be working there or something that's true um, I think you just live and you learn yeah right just with work life 
relationships. Mm-hmm. You, just, mm-hmm. you just have to live through it. It kind of sucks at the time, but now we look back at it and we kind of just laugh. Like, yeah. what the fuck do we just think, <laughs> what right? What time? Yeah. <laughs> Why did I waste so much time? But it's valuable lessons. My, yeah. I think my thing is that as long as you take something away mm-hmm. from your experience, you're good. Yeah, that's true. I think I wouldn't appreciate where I am now as much if I didn't go through that shitty experience. Yeah. I wouldn't know what it, it really feels like to have a job where you don't really look forward to the day. You know yeah. what I mean? I, th- I think I looked more forward to like my bathroom breaks <laughs> than oh anything. My, <laughs> uh, my coffee and bathroom breaks were something for me to look forward to during that time and I don't think anyone should have to say that out loud. No, it's okay. I think we um, talked about it. Yeah, I think our favorite did. time was crying in the bathroom. Oh my god. In our 10 minute breaks. Yeah. That's, that's when you know. That's, that's when, when you know, you know it's know. not it. Yeah. Just let it go. Horrible. <laughs> it's time to sign. It's time to put in that notice. But it, it, it took me three years so yeah, maybe longer. <laughs> Yeah, it, it. I think that it. It is. Um, I think that it is really challenging, though. Like the reality, though, is like it is challenging to make that change. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I was ever so terrified in my life to do anything than quitting my job, not knowing whether or not I was gonna be able to. Yeah. Whether or not I was actually gonna enjoy this thing that I was trying to go into, um, whether I was gonna make like a viable career out of it. Um, what the future looked like. I think I had a lot of self-doubt. Um, just like, how am I going to pay for expenses and rent? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you just, know. Just a note out to everyone. Don't just quit your job yeah. right now, okay? Make <laughs> sure you're... Be responsible. Yeah, be responsibly about quit. It. There, there is a responsible <laughs> element to it, too. Like, I think that if you are going to go after your dreams, it is important to do that on your own. You know, mm-hmm. like... I think that um, it wouldn't have been right for me to fund my own dreams with my parents' money. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that if you're choosing to, to get off the payroll, it is important to do that on your own accord and mm-hmm. really take responsibility for that decision. Um, so, like, I didn't expect my parents to help out with that. Um, and I think that that's like the right thing to do yeah I agree and yeah and so I think that like there is like a very realistic element of of quitting your job I think sometimes like doing like an entrepreneurial change is like very glamorized but the I think the reality is it like it's scary Mm -hmm. I think it's really scary you don't really know what the fuck you're doing either like you're just kind of figuring it out um day by day and trying to maximize your resources online and talk to people who you know have made the change like there wasn't too many people in my life who had done something like that so I kind of just felt like I was just blindly going about this situation um and praying for the best honestly I was just kind of like telling myself like you know I just need to trust like I've gone through a ton of shit in life and like I'm gonna get through this too and if it doesn't work out like I always have accounting to go back to um mm-hmm. that's what I would keep telling myself is like okay accounting is like the backup plan <laughs> I actually don't like being an esthetician I can always go back to this nine to five job that I was doing and I would be okay like I just had to keep telling myself that and um luckily so far it's been working out 
Yeah. Um, I have no intention of going back right now. <laughs> I don't think you should go back. <laughs> we way. don't encourage it. <laughs> we actually encouraged her out of it. Um, but recruiter tip of the day, really, I can tell if you're desperate. So mm. as someone on the other there side of the table, I will, per- you know, I think it is best practice and it is responsible for you to probably look for a job while you're, you know, pursuing you well you have this like you, expenses yeah. and you have everything kind of figured out because it's stressful mm-hmm. it's stressful mm-hmm. and it comes off yeah. in in the interviews that I have I can tell I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it because if you're in a really toxic stressful environment by all means leave but if it's all if it's something you can handle at least for another month or two you should stick it stick out stick it out yeah yeah like I, I definitely think that there is an element of like you should be practical and responsible about it. Like, I didn't just quit my job. Like, I saved for school before I kind of made that decision. And I think, like, you just ha- have to recognize when, like, the time and place to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> I mean, it's still the agent in us. Yeah. <laughs> responsibly quit. Responsibly okay. quit, please. We, we live in California. So yeah. We can't afford to just quit. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I agree with that. And I, I, I also think that, like, while you're in that shitty job, like, don't just, like, let go of everything. Like, I think it's still important to, you know, leave with your head high mm-hmm. and give it your all because, you know, it's – I think that you still can learn from every situation, even if it's a career that you're, like, not really mm-hmm. – like, you don't really care for. Like, you should still try to make the most of that yeah. opportunity and the people that you meet. And so, like, I still gave it, like, 110% up until my last day because I was, like, I should take pride in this, you know? Like, you know, you still need to put forth your best effort. Just be classy about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what I can say. Yeah. Yeah. Don't burn bridges, Don't burn bridges, yeah. You might need them to... Do something later. (laughs) Never know. Yeah, it's a small (laughs) world. You'd be surprised how many people know each other, even across industries. So I think, yeah, that's that's important to say as well. <laughs> Drink responsibly, quit responsibly. Okay, that's the message today. <laughs> okay, well I think that wraps oh, it up damn, girl. for today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that We're was about, a good end note. That's a pretty good. I idea. think we'll end it on that note today. Um, thank you, Tiff. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks, Tiff. It was really nice. Um, I guess, Tiff, what is your uh, social media handle? I'm sorry. I don't have social media, so. Um, plug yourself in. Plug it in right now. I didn't realize I was doing that. <laughs> okay. Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, T Chow Skin. And, yeah, those are okay. my handles. Cool. And, Diana, you have something, too. So, yeah, don't forget I, yeah, Happily Hana. On IG, TikTok, hit me up if you want commissions. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>